Welcome to the She Who Wins podcast. I'm your host, Renee Bauer. I'm an attorney, entrepreneur, author, speaker, and investor. This is the place where we dive into all of the things that matter to you and most importantly, uncover what's holding you back from realizing your dreams. Because she who moves forward fiercely is she who wins. Swipe left, swipe right, create a profile. Oh boy, dating is a daunting task. But if you're re-entering the dating world in midlife, it's even that much more terrifying. So today we're talking about dating in midlife with my guest, Jennifer Hervis. She's known for her no-nonsense approach to all things relationship and is proud to say she's made quite the career out of disastrous circumstances, her own divorce. She's a relationship expert, dating coach, author, and podcast host. Now she has two boys off to college and she's beginning her next phase in life, empty nesting. Her latest book is called Midlife Priceless, a dating coach's guide to doing relationships right. So let's jump in. Jen, welcome. Hi, Remy. So excited to be here. <laughs> I love I love when I get to interview people who I've known for a while because it's it's like truly just a conversation and not a, an interview. It's the best. We have we have so well. I think we should actually should should share with the audience the, what we just chatted about before we hopped on oh. air was, <laughs> because I think it's real. Like I think it's real life totally. stuff, right? Like totally. let's we're not gonna pretend is so the 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 app or the platform that I use to record it has like this crystal clear video but they don't have a filter and sometimes you like show up and you're like oh crap maybe I should have put more like something on my face I don't keep looking I'm like Oh my and gosh. You know what? I mean, we're all about embracing exactly who we are Sorry. and all of that and the self-love, blah, 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 blah. Like all of it. I love it all. But sometimes we just need a freaking good Where's filter. Where's the freaking so. filter? I know I use Riverside as well for my podcast. And I'm like, wow, Zoom has such a nice filter. You can just put right on. It's like, yeah. maybe it needs more concealer today. I, I turned 50 <laughs> and my whole body went to shit. I'm like October 12th. I'm like, boom, there you go. Like I, my body I, just... I mean, I feel like that way at, at 40. Like everything changed at, at 40. But, think, but you're I so young. So. How old are you? I'm 45. Oh, yeah. I would give anything to be 45. <laughs> like I turned 50 and I was like, oh, this is 50. It's the new 40. And I was like, oh, fuck. No, it's <laughs> like... <laughs> I pretended for a while. I was like, I've got this. I've got it. And then I'm like watching my chin go and my face. I'm like, I know. I'm okay. It's okay. I, you know what? And I did. Um, I love how we're talking about this. Like it's like the back. Like this is the, the conversation that really happens. Um, I, I did acupuncture over the past month, oh. and she did like it was part of it was like this cupping thing for like oh, yeah, your yeah. neck, Ooh, and it was it like. I mean, I still need a filter, so I'm not sure it went that well. <laughs> It was okay. It wasn't, you know, it was supposed to be the natural way of like, you don't, you know, it's not Botox or anything right, right. like that, no. but it's... Oh, um, I love Botox. It, just shoot me up. It was, I haven't, had, it was I haven't had Botox in a year. <laughs> oh, thank you. Uh, well, it doesn't even look I like do, you need I do, it. But okay. Even without the filter. Yeah. All right. So we're here to talk about dating midlife, not not about midlife aging. Because I think after <laughs> divorce and after midlife and after... It does. It gets tougher. I think it gets tougher. So, I mean, let's start there then. Why is midlife dating so different and so hard? Well, I think it depends where you where you fall. 
like, you know, I think that in midlife, a lot of us are coming out of like either a breakup of a long-term relationship or a divorce, or we're, we're unfortunately, we're a widow. So we're starting over again, right? I don't, I mean, I don't think a lot of us are new or just starting fresh and clean and at 50, right? Or 40, maybe a few of us. Eh, I don't know. Not often. So it's hard. Not, it's not, really, not really often. hard. And, and, you know, you're starting with like baggage and everyone has baggage. And it's like, what size baggage do you have? And who's going to open up that baggage? And who's, it's just, it's just so different. It's just so different, you know? And I felt like I, I felt like it was important that I tackle that for like for women and and put it into a book because um, I went through it and I think I lived it so I get it and I understand it and um, you know you too we came out the other side and we're and we're standing here and we're thriving and um, that was important to me so I wanted to share my ups and downs like a lot of people are just like ah you know I did it but here's not they don't tell the the hardship of it you know. So where do you even go? Like there's all different services and sites. I mean, there's so many. Like what? what's a good one to start at that's not just like a hookup site? Okay. Oh, you mean the sites or you mean the coaches? I mean, there's millions of us. So well, there's coaches, yeah, you there's know, sites, like there's... The, the dating, like the where you meet people. Oh gosh. You know what? It depends. It, it really does depend. First of all, I'd like to talk about the fact that um, I learned this from a colleague of mine actually, and I, I kind of, we kind of talked about it a lot and then I kind of revamped it, but it's not so much about knowing when you want to start dating again, but about your why, right? So like about why you want to start dating. Do you want to start dating because you want a casual relationship? Are you looking for friends with benefits? Are you looking for a long-term commitment? Are you looking for long distance? Know your why and then start getting out there. Whereas like a lot of people come to me and they're like, am I ready? What, you know, when, when should I start? And what, you're never the perfect version. We talk about this a lot. You're never the perfect version of yourself. Never. You know, you're always yeah. learning and growing and evolving. And that's why I love She Who Wins because, you know, you're learning and you're growing and you're changing and you're becoming this like super, and you're always going to be, um, you know, evolving through your whole life. And I hope that that's what I always do. So you're never yeah. going to be the perfect version of who you are. So get out there and date, but just know what you want, know what you're looking for. And I think that's where you should start. Answer your question. Start with the, with the why. I had someone um, a little while back in the private Facebook group say that she wanted to lose weight. Once she lost whatever the amount was, she was going to, that's when she would start dating. And that like broke my heart a little bit because, I mean, we talked, we joked about filters and all like the anti-aging stuff, but like, should someone be set, like doing all of the work to get themselves date ready? Or are they ready like right now as they are? You know what? I think it's so hard because you have to be confident you know, within yourself and you have to own your shit. Can I swear? Sorry. You have to own yeah. who you are, right? To be able to show up on that date and feel good about yourself, right? So I think it's one of those mixed, I, I kind of go back and forth. Like if you're comfortable with who you are and you feel like you're ready to get out there and put yourself out there, then yes, go ahead. If you're sitting in that place where you're like, nope, can't do it. My ass is fat and and I've got to lose 10 pounds. Then you know what? That's, that's, that's your jam. Like then, you know what, you want to feel better then do it for yourself, but don't Mm. do it because you want to, to, for somebody else, don't do it because you want to date and you want to make some guy happy. Right. Cause there's a guy out there that likes that 10 pounds on you that wants that, that (laughs) thinks it's hot and sexy, you know, and likes a booty and you know, like there's always someone for everyone. So if you want to lose the weight for you, go lose the weight for you, but don't do it because you think you're going to get a better match. Does that make sense? Mm, that totally makes sense. So how, 
how do you find a quality match then? Oh, that's my favorite. That's my favorite question. Everyone's like, I can't find a good human. They're not out there. You know, I do this thing called um, oh, the great love debate. How do you find your quality mate? And um, we talk about it all the time because I think women and guys too, they're like, I just keep swiping on the biggest like mm. X, Y, or Z or da, 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 da. You know, I think you have to be intentional about your dating. First of all, dating takes practice. Okay. You have to lower your expectations. You have to say to yourself, you know what? I'm not going to call this a date. I'm going to call it a meet. This is going to be a meet. I'm mm. not going to put so much time into this. I'm not going to put so much effort into this one first date. I'm going to call it a meet. I'm going to make it 20 minutes, 30 minutes. I'm not going to invest so much time and energy. And I'm just going to meet this person because who knows? This person could be a new business connection. He could have a friend that he could fix me up with if he doesn't really, if he's not interested in me, but I'm going to go with a positive attitude. I'm going to put a little lip gloss on, maybe put a, you know, a pair of like Lululemon athleisure pants and I'm just going to rock it. I'm just going to go out there to the smile and be confident and be happy to be there and just take it easy. Hmm. And then if it doesn't, if it's not your perfect person or your knight in shining armor or your husband, I mean, for God's sakes, if I hear that and you know, I'm looking to meet my person, eh, you'll, he's out there, but chill. Yeah. Take a step, breathe. You know what I mean? And don't put so much weight on that first date. I think that's the first step just to kind of lower your expectations a little. This message is for the dreamers, doers, and goal getters out there. The She Who Wins Summit, a live event experience, is coming to Connecticut on April 28th and 29th, 2023. It's time to supercharge your soul so you can show up even more powerfully in your life, in your relationships, and in your business and career. Learn more at shewhowins.com. So when you talk about lowering expectations, then, are we talking about like... um? I like someone who's blonde and I'm going to date a brunette or are we talking about like values, like really like stuff about aligning with okay. somebody? I really love that question because yes, I want you to align with somebody on like real true values. Like when you come to me and we do a list of non-negotiables and we sit down and we talk about things that are super important. I want you to, in my book, I talk about this. I want you to make a list of every single thing you're looking for. But then when you meet with me, I'm going to make you knock down that list of five things. The five of the most important things. And I don't want you to come to me and say, I'm not dating a guy who's under six feet. Because that's only 12% of the whole world, y'all. Like, I mean, if you're, 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 you're looking for a unicorn out there, if you're going to tell me that you're not dating someone because he's under six feet, I, you're knocking out. I mean, please come to me and say, I'm not dating a guy who, you know, big things. Like, I don't want to date a guy that has children. That's a big thing. If you know yeah. that you don't want to date someone who has kids or let's say has kids in school, like me, for example, I'm an empty nester <laughs> and I'm, my kids are both in college now. And I knew that like when my kids went to school, it was important to me that I wanted to do stuff. I wanted to go. I wanted to move. And, yeah. and I didn't want to date someone whose kids were itty bitties or in high school and then were stuck at home, right? Yeah. Those are things that you can't change. You can't change those. You can't fit a square peg in a round hole. Mm. Important things, you know? One of um, 
the stories that my husband and I, my current husband and I joke about is on our, one of our first dates, like I said, we sat there and I was like, went through my mental checklist of like all the things. And I was like grilling him. Like he, he was the detective and I was like freaking like flashlight shining in his face. Probably not the best approach. But at that point, after like being twice divorced, I'm like, I knew what I want. I knew what I didn't want. I don't want to waste our time. Let's just get it all out. I'm going to be up front. And, you know, it, I mean, it didn't scare him of away. Of course not, because you can't but, scare the wrong person. You can't yeah, scare the wrong person. Yeah. And you were so cute. And he was like, oh, she's hot. This is kind of sexy. And you're the sexy hot matrix. <laughs> you know, the, the matrix, the hot, sexy, whatever it's called. We're like, yeah. you, the hotter you are, the crazier you are. I'm just kidding. <laughs> but you get away a little bit more when you look like you're in it. This is one crazy beat. <laughs> nope. No, but you know, that's really, that's actually no. trending right now. It's trending to be upfront and honest and vulnerable. So mental health awareness is trending. So if you write Mm. on your dating app, like, look, I'm all for mental health awareness or I'm in therapy and I dig it, that's hot. Girls think that's sexy, guys. So like, men listening, like there's no shame in that game anymore. Um, It used to be real like, oh, I don't want to talk about my mental, but I don't, you're not going to, on the first date, like say I belong in a mental, you know, whatever. But, you know, you you can say I'm really up on mental health awareness and I have no problem dating someone that, you know what I'm saying? It's like, that's really in right now. Well, the one of the the like the buzzwords I keep hearing people use is they're looking for a man with emotional love, intelligence. Love, you yes. know. And, oh, and had I known, like all you know, all of the mistakes ago, like that's actually what I was looking for, and I had no right. idea actually how to vocalize right. that. I'm like, that would have that would have solved a lot. It would have solved a ton of things for me. I mean, I can tell you dates that I went on, and I was just sitting there going, huh. Wonder why he can't use his words, or do I have to train this one too? I mean, like I co- I collected them, I collected those guys, you know, and I put them on, my, and I I thought I was going to fix them. I thought I would be able to just, yeah. you know, oh, I'll teach them, I'll teach them to use their words. No, 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 they need to learn themselves. They need to do the work. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it's really interesting. That's their journey. Yeah, it's their journey. It's interesting to me. So, mm. yeah, it's so okay, so so where does where where does it start? Whereas like, what's the, if someone, if I came to you, I'm not coming to you, but pretend I am, I'm coming to you saying, okay, I'm back out in the dating world. Like where do, what, what dating app do I go on? Like what's out there now? Okay. There are so many good ones now. Oh, you have no idea. It's the craziest thing. There are so many great apps and I have my favorites, but like without, you know, I don't want to hurt anyone's feelings, but I do. I have my top five that I use with my clients that I really think are exceptional for di- different reasons. And if you tell me, you sit down with me and we talk and we do a you know intake and you say, look, I'm, I'm looking for, you know, just simple, easy. I don't want any commitment. I'm not looking for a long-term. I'll send you something to one app, you know, but typically the women that I work with um, are looking for commitment. They're looking for a, for a solid relationship. So, you know, I love OkCupid. I really do. I think they've got their shit together. I think that they're data-based and yeah. I don't get kickbacks. And we're not sponsored. I should, but I don't. <laughs> we're not sponsored. No one's sponsored. Oh gosh. Um, I do. I love OkCupid. Um, I really, I, I like Hinge, but I think that my clients go both ways. Maybe like that, but they go both. Hinge is like tough. Some of them do, but um, with Hinge, because you don't get a lot of like um, bio space. Like mm. you don't get a lot of words. You get a lot of prompts. And those can be fun if you're funny and witty or you have a coach and I write them for you. <laughs> but typically, you know, if you're doing it on your own, Hinge is a little um, easier to manage than writing a big, long bio. I still like mm. Match. I think you get a lot of 
you know, words. If you like to um, bumble, I like. Mm-hmm. I really do the women are in control. I like that. Um, but it really, it's it's not as important which app you use is how you use it. You've got to be intentional. It's a full-time job. Everyone hates when I say that, but some coaches are like, no, it's not. It shouldn't be. And other coaches are like, no, you got to invest. If you're going to, if you're going to go yeah. all in, go all in. You know what I'm saying? Don't. So when you say full-time you job, what does that mean? <laughs> yeah. It means if you're going to put the work in and you, and you are, you are looking for a partner and you're intentionally dating, which means you are investing in the apps. You're not just mm. going on for free because I have my clients pick three that they like two or three, and they invest, they um, pay for the app. So mm-hmm. they did get the up, char- you know, the up charge. Um, okay, Cupid. Uh, actually, I don't know if Michael's still doing it, but they were giving my um, listeners a f- like a free upgrade for cup- for cuffing season. I don't know if they're still doing it, but I don't know. Um, but yeah, they upgrade so that you get more, you get more um, in-app like things, like more yeah. value from the app. Does that make sense? And if you're paying for the app, and the other person's paying for the app on the other side, you know you're both investing in that. That makes sense. Experience. That makes sense. So I just always think that's great. And then also the same thing with like your pictures. Are you, your photos, are you, are you taking time? Are you investing in your pictures? Are you putting up things that are good? And you look, you know, if you're going to you know, throw up a couple of pictures and just say, hey, let's go, you're not going to get the matches and then you're going to get frustrated. It's like cyclical. So, okay. So I feel like that the whole profile and putting pictures up is kind of like a um, slippery slope, right? Because you want to put your best pictures up, but sometimes your best pictures, as yes. we just talked about, is filtered and jazzed up. And then you show no. up and you're like, yeah, here I, I am. Like, and they're like, that doesn't look like you. Can't do that like you. Yeah, no. Well, that's why we do a video chat. Ah, okay. That's why my clients do video chats. So I'm I'm really kind of strict. <laughs> my clients are like, no. They're like, I'm really kind of tough because I move quickly. I don't allow a lot of, I don't allow a lot of um, like textationships. Hmm. I don't allow a lot of no situationships. If a guy doesn't ask you out in the first week or week and a half, I'm like, no. Hmm. So I like my clients to move quickly. So they go from meeting on an app to texting on the app for like eh, a couple, maybe a day, then switching to um, a text conversation a little bit, maybe. Then they go to a phone call, then they go to a video call, then they go in person. And if it doesn't move quickly like that, I say, forget it. Hmm. How come? Because I feel like if you, the longer you wait to get in person, and I've always felt this way since like, I'm talking 10 years. And people are like, no, it's too fast. You have to get to know. If the longer you wait, the easier it is for things to get screwed up. Hmm. There's more time for that guy to date other, to find other people. There's more time for um, losing things in translation. There's more time to argue and fight. There's more time, do you see what I'm saying? There's more time. It's just get in person because everything is different in person. Yeah, Everything is different in person. You could banter with someone for four weeks. Yeah. Right? You could like him. You could have a great conversation. You could have this great chemistry and sexual blah, blah, blah. Bullshit. You get in person and it's gone. Hmm. Yeah. Because it's not, it's, everything's different when you get in front of someone. So why are you wasting four weeks with someone on the phone? Right? Because you understand that what he's doing on the other side is not what you're doing. You're investing your time, your energy, your heart, you're catching feelings. And that guy is doing the same thing with five other, five yeah. other women. 
So by the time he gets to you a month later, he's like, yeah. So are you, do you suggest that someone does that or has those communications with more than one person at a time? Or do you do one and then move on to the next, to the next? Or do you just like throw, you know, as many out there? Yeah. Okay. So this is another, I mean, this goes for okay in the beginning in the beginning, <laughs> that was not okay, an easy okay. question that apparently not a good question for me okay because I have a theory in my book that I talk about it's called the theory of dating for now which I live by so once in the beginning of your of the dating process when you're on the app go for it put it out there date is date meet meet as many people as you want right but once you meet in person if you feel like this is something that you could see happening or you like this person, you connect in person and you've had a date in person and you both decide that you're going to go on a second date, I say, that's it. You you put all your eggs in the basket and this is why. Do I'm going to... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I feel as though... Now look, at you're not saying to this person, I'm going to marry you. You're not saying to this person, you're my person forever, but you're going to invest in that one person for now, okay? For now, the theory of dating for Mm. now. Because now you don't have to tell him, you don't have to say it to him, but in your head, you're going to invest in him. Because if you're not investing in one person and you're constantly looking for the next person that walks in the door Mm. or, you know, swiping and and whatever and talking, you're never going to give that person a chance. You're never giving that person your full attention. Does that make sense? That makes sense. So let's say you go on three dates with this guy and it doesn't work out. Okay, great. Go back in the apps. But let's say you keep dating him and you've gone on six dates with him. What is it? What do you have to lose? Right. Right. So then after six dates, it's been three months, let's say, or it's been two months or a month and a half. And you say to him, you know what? I kind of dig you. I think this is kind of fun. I want to let you know I've gone off my apps and I just want to date you. I've gone off my apps. I feel like that's like... I've gone like, off my that? apps. <laughs> I've gone off my apps. That's like, the new way to say it. That's you, the new way to like say it. Right. Do you like me? I just want to let you know. But I mean, the thing is, people are probably like, she's crazy. But here's the thing. If a guy said that to you, so the, my ex-boyfriend we dated for five and a half years, that's what he did. We were sitting across the table from each other. We had talked on the phone. We had done the thing. We had gone on a couple dates. And he looked at me he's like, I'm just going to date you for now. And I was like, what? Like, how rude is that? Like, but he was being literal. Yeah. He wasn't saying I'm dating you for now until I find something better. He was saying, I'm going to date you for now. I'm going to go off the apps and I'm going to see where it goes. He was 100% literal. And I was like, huh, wow, that's kind of hot. Like yeah. thinking to myself, he's like, I really like you. I think you're cool. Let's just see what happens. I'm going off my apps. And I went, okay, me too. And we dated for five years. So because we invest, we didn't calendarize. Yeah. We didn't think about the future. We didn't talk about when I'm meeting his family, but I knew he was my person for now. Hmm. Does that make sense? I, you know what I love about that is because that that for now also takes the pressure off of it yes. having to be forever. Exactly. You know, because it's not. Yeah. It's not forever. And we never, and he knew, we knew that it wasn't going to be, we were just going to keep dating until it didn't work anymore. And after five and a half years, it didn't. Yeah. And we looked at each other and we're like, you know what? It's not working anymore. And we went our separate ways. So it seems like it's real simple, but it's not. Of course, we have, right. we were sad and upset, whatever. But like, you also, it takes all the anxiety yeah. out of the relationship. 
we had no like, I never, like that anxious attachment style that I had was gone because we were secure. I knew he was my person. Yeah. And we always were there for like, he was my date. He was my person. He came to think like, we just knew. And we just dated in the moment. Hmm, I love that. And it works. It works. Do you have, um, I have a friend who actually just had a really positive experience with a matchmaker. <gasps> and so okay. I'm curious. They're different than me, but yes. Yeah, like I'm curious. I want to hear. If, well, so she she had met someone at a matchmaker who was at a party who was like, I have the person, oh. per- perfect person for you. And she's like, no, 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 I'm not interested. And then finally he bumped into her again. He's like, please let me hook you up. Oh my God. And, set, and it's, it was kind of a cool process because they did all of the vetting. And they didn't actually, um, they had Zooms with the match, like separately to like talk about values and stuff, but not with each other. So their first time meeting was in person on like a blind date, but they had gone through the vetting process. So he had gone to this particular matchmaker, was totally vetted. She had, they got matched up. And they're like, they're, you know, talking about love okay, and love engagement that. and all of that. Oh my and God. it kind of like fell into place. She didn't actively seek it out. But I was just curious if you had any um, experience with someone using a matchmaker. I think that's amazing. I think if if that can happen, like that's, um, I mean, I would love to get the person that she used and you can tell me whatever. Yeah. I think that's amazing. But a lot of people that um, use matchmakers, first of all, they're much, they're expensive mm-hmm. compared to dating coaches, but if it works, it's worth every penny, right? So it's like, that's what I always say. It's like, if it works, my God, do it. Um, I have never used a matchmaker, but I do have colleagues, we do, we do, that they are matchmakers and they're very successful and they have very good, you know, success rates. So I think it just depends on your approach, you know, what you want to do. I, I mean, I would use a matchmaker. Yeah, it's interesting. It's yeah, an interesting I mean, concept because the pool gets really small, right? Because you don't really have, small. you know, really small. but you're also getting someone who's vetted and they're like intentionally. But that's cool though, isn't it? It's really cool. Really cool. Because then you, they do the process for you and they put, you know. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, mean, know. I don't know. I don't know. There's also these apps too now, these um, dating sites that have like the league. Have you heard of the league? Yeah. Yeah, it's like for, they vet you mm-hmm. and you can't get in until you go through the process of... Sounds exclusive. It's very exclusive. <laughs> I'm not sure they would take me. Yes. <laughs> then they don't know what they're missing. <laughs> exactly. And Raya is for like famous people, uh-huh. but you have to be invited by another famous person. Oh, that's funny. So anyone famous out there that would like to I'm just <laughs> invite Jen to invite Raya? To is that what it's Raya. called? <laughs> talk about your book midlife oh my god my Mid- book, I forgot. yes midlife crisis priceless yes, priceless yes. it's a dating coach's guide to doing relationships right congratulations yes. this you, is honey. like Thank i don't know how many books you have out you have a ton of books three three so, only three oh, well that's a, a lot it's a lot it's a lot and i write fast so i'm just like i don't know like i broke up with, actually from my boyfriend and i broke up and i'm like ah. i was sad i was like upset i'm like go write a book so, so what is, what's the, the premise behind this one? This one is basically, it's my kid, my son. He, you know, Zach and Jonah were both going to Syracuse. They were leaving. And I was sad. I was like, oh my God, I can't believe it is. I'm having a midlife crisis. And, and Zach's like, mom, you're so not having a midlife crisis. <laughs> He's like, look at you. You know, you've got all this stuff and you're doing great and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, huh, no, I guess I'm not having him. He's like, it's like midlife is like, you know, and I'm like, oh my God. That's it. 
I'm like, what rhymes with crisis? And like, I'm looking and I'm thinking, I'm like, oh my God, priceless. It's priceless. Midlife is priceless. It can be priceless. Mm. And um, that's how it starts. And that's like what it is. But it's cool because it's a choose your own adventure book. Oh, by the way, you're on it. You you gave me an endorsement. Oh, yes, I did. So I highly recommend. Yes, you highly recommend. Thank you, Renee. Um, yeah, so it's a it like choose your own adventure. So it's for everybody. So you, you remember choose your own adventure? Oh books yeah, I love little? those. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, if you get to the end of like the dating blah 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 chapter and you want to talk about online dating or you're already you can like says if you want to online date go to page blah 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 but if you're interested in dating in real life go to page blah 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 so you can actually move through the book at your own pace and then if you're married it will say like you're, you're not dating so head over to uh working on your relationship with your blah 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 and so it basically moves you through the book and it's for everybody so it's kind of cool it's interesting it's a new concept so that was fun. So where do we get a copy? Anywhere. It's everywhere. It's um, everywhere. Amazon, everywhere. Target, um, Barnes & Noble. It's everywhere. Ah, everyone should so grab a copy you. of it. So good. Thank and, you, honey. And Thank you. Jen is sassy and funny and all, and all of that comes comes through her words too. So Thank I you, highly honey. recommend it. All right. So let's switch it up. You're going to be at yes. the She Who Wins Summit. You're leading a workshop on relationships. I'm so excited. Oh, I can't wait. I'm so excited too, because after all of these years of like us doing our digital friendship, like I get to actually hug you oh in God. person. I can't wait. I can't wait. I mean, I, I'm looking at your promo stuff and I didn't get to go last year. So it is, oh my God, it looks like you're, it's amazing. It's going to be an amazing, amazing Yeah, I'm, I'm psyched. This venue is amazing. I have some secrets up my sleeve, some surprises. Like, um, yeah, I know, right? <laughs> no, Ronnie, please. So please. I'm, I'm just pumped to bring together just some badass ladies all yeah. in one room. Yeah. And you'll be there leading a workshop. And I'm so excited. Um, having, you should have some books there too. Oh, I would love to. Yeah. Oh, we books. did. Yes, we talked yes. about that. You're yes. going to have books yes. there. Yes, I'm going to have books. <laughs> she yes. will, have, will books. have books. Oh, so then books. you can grab a book and have her sign it for you. Oh, I would sign Yeah. It. I'll be signing books there. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> all right, Jen, how do we how do we connect with you? How do we find you? For all of the single ladies out there who need oh, a dating coach, how do they everywhere. work with you? Um, it's doing relationships right all over social media. It's doing relationships right or jenniferhervitz.com. Awesome. Um, it's my website and everything's there. So, but thank you for having me, honey. Oh my God. It's always you. such a pleasure to chat with you. And this is such a great topic because no one likes to talk about it. They find themselves in this, this midlife new dating space and they think they're alone and they don't want to talk about it. So you're not alone. Come find me. Thank you. Or anybody. We're here. Thanks, darling. That's a wrap. Please subscribe to the She Who Wins podcast. So you'll be the first to know about every new episode that drops. Until next time, and remember, she who moves forward fiercely is she who wins.